Welcome to an inspiring message from Awaken City Church. For more information about us, visit awakencity.com.au. Let me share this scripture. I want to set the scene this year by talking about what it means to take hold of new ground. Could you just say that with me? New ground. ground. Could you say it like you mean it? New ground. There is new ground for you in the year 2024. And I want you to hear this out of the book of Hosea, chapter 10, verse 12. The great prophet Hosea is writing to God's people in a season of their lives where they have lost track of who they are and who they're called to be. Seems to me like that is the constant battle that we face in our current culture that it is so easy to forget to remember who we really are and who we're called to be. It's, it's so easy to spend our time grabbing hold of whether it's things on social media or words that people say about us or other things where we try to craft for ourselves an identity that we can live from, but yet it doesn't work out because it's not a living, breathing word from God. So when we grab hold of things that do not originate from the heart of God, they perish. But when we choose to grab hold of the living, breathing Word of God for our lives, it lingers and it lasts and it maintains. So Hosea is calling God's people back to who they are and who they're called to be. And as we stand on the prefaces to launch into 2024 together, could I encourage you, whatever 2023 was, good, bad, indifferent, whatever, there is new ground for you. You you can't camp anymore. You can't wait in what was. You can't, this is the problem. When we choose to camp, forgive me, I'm not a good camper. My wife is on to me constantly about the idea of introducing camping to our family. And and just the idea of having an eight-year-old and a five-year-old in a tent with me (laughs) scares me. Maybe when they're older, And I can put them in their own tent down the other edge there. We might get into it. But see, the idea of camping is staying put in a place for a season. And it can be refreshing, it can be lovely. But if you live your life out of a tent, then the weather will eventually take you out. We're not called to live our lives out of a tent. We're called to live our lives established on what God has given us so we can live fruitful no matter what we face. Can I say to you, 2024 is a year to stop camping. Stop camping in what was. Stop camping in the narratives that you believe about yourself. Stop camping in what people have said or what you imagine people to have said. Stop camping in the hurt and the pain. Allow God to meet you in it, not so that He ignores it, so that He can lead you through it. Because He's not done with you yet. Hear this, Hosea, chapter 10, verse 12. Break new ground. Plant righteousness and harvest the fruit that your loyalty will produce for me. It's time to seek the Lord. When He comes, He will rain righteousness on you. I wanna declare that this is a year to break new ground. There's two aspects to breaking new ground I want to talk to you today about. The first aspect starts with your heart. 
Hosea is talking to a people who have lost their way and he's reminding them to get back on track. It starts here inside. And he's encouraging them to break new ground in their heart, to open it up, to to prepare it to receive the seed of life that God would have for them. He's inviting them to no longer camp in what was, but to press into the new by partnering with the Spirit of God so that life would come. Plant righteousness. Do you know what righteousness means? It just simply means living right before God. And the good news is, is that if you choose to follow Jesus, He clothes you in righteousness. So you can't lose. I mean, the story is, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. I never do. That's okay. God works with the not good enough because as you come to Him, He clothes you in what He has for you. And as you learn to live out of that type of life, you get to plant righteousness and then reap the fruit of it. 2024 is a year of new ground. But it doesn't stop there. Because not only is God calling us to open our heart to Him afresh, He's inviting us to go into places we've never gone before. In the book of Deuteronomy, Chapter 31, verse six, we're, we're, we're given like a, a, a snapshot, we're given a introduction, we're, we're introduced to a scene where God's people have just recently endured 40 years in the wilderness. See, previous to that, they'd been slaves in a nation that was not their own. It's amazing that when you read through the Scriptures, this is why I'm convinced the Bible is the Word of God. Because in it, you will find stories of heartbreak, defeat, loss, brokenness, and then you'll see the gift and grace of God working in and through it all. See, you you don't approach the Bible imagining that everybody in every single circumstance is perfect. God works in the real and the now. He meets us where we're at and He works in and through it. And so we're introduced there in Deuteronomy to a season in the life of God's people where they have just endured 40 years, a generation in the wilderness, a generation of walking in circles in the desert, a generation where they received everything that they needed to survive by God's grace. They received a manna, which they turned into bread. They received quail at night, which they could barbecue up and turn into Kentucky Fried Quail. I don't know. Have you ever eaten quail before? It just... Man, chewy. Where they dragged around a rock that spewed forth water. Everything they needed was provided. Yet God had not called them to stay there in a place of dependency. He was inviting them into a future where they could partner with Him. And we're introduced to a scene where God is transitioning His people into their future. And it comes through a leader called Moses as he's passing the baton to a new leader named Joshua. See, for us, I think the new year can be like that for us. The new year of moving from one old to something new is like the passing of a baton. And we have to appreciate these moments that from these moments, we can choose to either allow everything to be the same as it was or to take hold of the new that God has for us. And so as they stand on the prefaces, 40 years in the wilderness, they are now about to step into the promised land. 
They are now about to move from the journeys of wanderings and circles and going around and around and around and they're about to move forward into ground they've not yet been. And in that, God is transitioning people to get them ready so they can enter in. And this is what happens. It says in Deuteronomy 31 verse 6, This is the word of Moses, the previous leader, giving a charge to the new leader, Joshua. And I want you to receive this as if this is a charge given to you and your life in 2024. It says this, be strong and of good courage. Let me just say that again. Be strong and of good courage. You know, the future belongs to the strong and courageous. The future belongs to the strong and the courageous. But where are you gonna draw your strength from? See, sometimes we draw our strength from things that really won't sustain what we need. It's like living off empty carbs. I mean, I love eating the most delicious food during Christmas. My gosh, there, 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 is, there, is, there is seafood galore on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. But the meal that I love the most is my mum's trifle. I could live off my mum's trifle. If you've not eaten trifle, it is the most amazing meal you could have. And I'll explain why I call it a meal in a moment. See, it's got custard and jelly and it's got sponge with jam. And I, this year I asked for cream in it as well. Now, can I just say why I call it a meal? Because traditionally on Boxing Day, that's how I start the day. It's the breakfast of champions. And you know what? If I'm feeling peckish for lunch, I'll have trifle. Do you know what? I think dinner was trifle as well. Now, can I just submit to you, if I choose to live off trifle to draw my strength for life, I'm not gonna get very far. Because trifle is all a quick hit now and bang, and then there's nothing left for the long haul. And it helps to train your body to receive the nutrients you actually need. Where are you gonna draw your strength from in 2024? What if God is calling you to look at the things that you drew your strength on last year and to say, things must change. Stop living off what you imagine people think about you. And start living off what you know God says instead. What are you drawing your strength from? Be strong and of good courage. See, you need courage because there's moments of intimidation that hit us all. There's moments of hesitation. There's moments of the pullback. There's moments of the stops. But when you grab hold of courage, you grab hold of this reality that even though I know not what may follow, I trust the one that's called me. Be strong and of good courage. Fear not, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord your God, it is He who goes with you. He will not fail you nor forsake you. Moses called to Joshua and said to him in the sight of all Israel, be strong and of good courage. For you must go with this people to the land which the Lord has sworn to their fathers to give them. And you will enable them to inherit it. And verse eight, the Lord, He goes before you. He will be with you. 
He will not fail you nor forsake you. Do not fear nor be dismayed. Moses gives Joshua a charge as he stands on the prefaces of the new, as he stands on the edge of the wilderness and can see the promised land just there over on the horizon. So they had to cross a river. There was a river that was sort of like the boundary line, the Jordan River, and they'd set up camp finally on the wilderness side of the Jordan And Joshua's call with that strength and that courage was to inspire people, to enable people to enter into the promises that God had for them. See, as we always stand on the preface of the new and the old, the the new is so important for us to take hold of because there are more promises yet to be had. There is more that God wants to do in you than He has ever done before. And when you stand on the edge of the new, you have to choose to look over to see what He's calling you into. And with that charge, Joshua is set apart, but he's not set apart alone. He's not set apart just for him. He's set apart to inspire a people because God works through people, not individuals. See, the individual, as we get in line with what God has for us individually, what it's meant to do is to rub up against each other, not in a way to to, to convict or to pull away, but to inspire and to encourage. And a church is meant to be filled with people following after the call of God together, that our success is found in one another, pressing on and taking hold of the new. As I was Joshua, prepares to lead the people into the promised land. There's a few thoughts that I wanna unpack out of this and what it means for us as a church to take new ground in 2024. Comes out of Joshua chapter three, verse two to five. Joshua in receiving that charge has been inspired by Moses and he's been reminded that God goes before him. But not only does God go before him, God is with him. And not only is God with him, God will not forsake him. See, in that I wanna say to you, the year 2024, what if you stand on the edge and you see it like this, God has already gone ahead of you by His Spirit, by His grace. What if He's preparing the way for you to go? You just have to go in it. And what if, Not just that, He's actually with you. So He goes before you and He's with you. So not only are you following after something that God's leading you into, you are journeying with the One who leads you there directly. And He will not forsake you. See, for some of us, we're caught by what has happened and what has been done, what we've experienced, what's broken us. And when some of us feel forsaken, that we're being forgotten, that we're being neglected. And the promise is that He will never forsake you and He will never fail you. He meets you where you're at. So Joshua, preparing to lead the people into the new, goes on and says this, after three days, the officers went through the camp They commanded the people, when you see the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God and a Levite priest carrying it, then you shall set out from where you are and go behind it. There must be a distance of 2,000 cubits between you and it. Do not draw closer to it in order that you may know the way 
you should go. For you have not passed this way before. Joshua said to the people, Consecrate yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will perform wondrous deeds among you. Can I just say, you have not passed this way before. I know it's easy to feel like life is just going around and around and around and around and around. It's the same old, the same old, the same old. That's not what the Spirit of God is inviting you into. You have not passed this way before. He wants to go ahead of you. He wants to be with you and He will not forsake you nor fail you. So it's so important that we grab hold of the reality that God has gone ahead of us but in that we're invited to follow Him. Do you know, the beautiful thing about Joshua setting up the people to enter into the new is that he laid down the groundwork so clearly. Here's what's gonna happen, people. We're at the edge of this river. The rapids are pumping. You, you could get out on the canoe and have fun, but the rapids are just gonna take you down. No, no, we're gonna go straight across. And I know that seems impossible now, but here's what's gonna happen. We're gonna get the Ark of the Covenant, which represents the presence of God, this chest that we carry around. And inside the chest is not God Himself. It's, it's these things that remind us about what God's done for us. There's a copy of the law. There's, a, there's this, this, this budding blossom. There's these things, this, this jar of manna. It reminds us that God has met us in the wilderness. And we're gonna carry this because it represents God's presence with us. And it's gonna go ahead of us. But here's the deal. I, I, I want you not to rush ahead. I, I, I don't crowd it out. Stand at a distance. Stand at 2,000 cubits. Now I dare you to start using cubits as your form of measurement this year. 2024, the year of the cubit. What does a cubit mean? Like are we getting, getting dice and roll? What, what are you doing? Like as far as I can, what a cube, a cubit, 2,000 cubits. I, I Googled it. Thank, thank goodness for Google, my gosh. 2,000 cubits is 0.92 kilometres. Bet you didn't know that. Joshua says to the people, let the presence of God go ahead of you, but follow at a distance. Why? Why? So you can see what God is doing and then you know where to go. Do you know that Jesus in His public ministry said that He only did what He saw the Father doing? In the year 2024, imagine setting yourself apart to say, I will only do what I see God leading me into. That I will, I will choose to press forward in the midst of uncertainty with certainty that God is leading me no matter where I go. Because the moment they grab the Ark of the Covenant and they go out onto the Jordan River, the priests that were carrying it, here's what happened. This river that is flowing on, the moment their feet touched the water, the waters parted. And a way was made where there wasn't a way. You have not passed this way before. You might be standing on the edge of 2024 right now thinking there is no way. There is no way any of this is gonna change. There is no way forward. There is no way. I can't, all I see is the rapids taking me down. If I step into the water of 2024, I'm just gonna be swept down. You will if you follow the wrong thing. But if you follow the presence of God, 
He makes a way where there doesn't seem to be a way. But don't rush ahead. I, I don't know about you, but I have a constant issue of rushing. I, look at me, I can't even keep still up here. <laughs> the reason why we've got this little tiny podium is because I move around too much and I knock things over. <laughs> I have this constant issue of, what's next, what's next, what's next, what's next? But what if to enter into the new, the ground that you have not passed through before, God is saying, start the year by pausing. Breathe and watch what I do ahead of you. Some of us, I believe God's inviting us this year to break free of the rush. I believe for some of us, there's been things that God's saying to our hearts that we don't need to carry that anymore. And we need to leave that in the wilderness so we can choose to enter on into the new. He goes before you, so set out with confidence. Moses said to Joshua when he charged him, said that God will be before you, but He'll also be with you. You know, as Joshua is led into the promised land, as they cross over, they were led into battle after battle after battle. You sort of think, man, God, Lord, Surely this should have been a lot easier for them. They're in the promised land, for crying out loud. They've been journeying for 40 years in the wilderness. So surely this, there shouldn't be any battles to face. But here's the deal. In the wilderness, God provided everything that His people needed, but to enter into the promises that He had for them, He had to invite the people to partner with Him instead. See, in the morning they would get up and there would be, this manna, this grain from heaven, angel food. And let me just say, if somebody's peddling manna on Instagram, don't buy it, it's not the real thing. <laughs> it's this unique thing that existed for them at that time. And they, they didn't have to farm for it, they didn't have to cultivate it, it was just there. And, and then in the evenings, they'd have the birds just fly overhead, quail, and they would just drop dead as if somebody was there shooting them with a bazooka. And they'd be able to eat as much as they wanted, but to step into the promises of God, they had to leave that behind and instead start to cultivate and partner with the presence of God. They were now given land to look after. They were now giving farms to maintain. Do you know that God's inviting us as we step into the new, not just to be people who are receptive, but to be people who are providers with Him. And as Joshua leads people into the new, the key strategy they had for every victory was that they were called to inquire of the Lord. See, every battle that they faced to get the promises of God was a different strategy every time. On one account, they walk around a wall for seven days and then they shout praise and a wall comes down. On another account, they're led here, they're led there. Nothing's the same. Why? Because every battle they faced was unique, but the key to every victory was it says that they inquired of the Lord. To, to inquire literally means to seek counsel and to consult. And it's interesting that in the book of John chapter 14, Jesus says that the Holy Spirit is our counsellor sent by God. And here's the thing I wanna invite you into in the year 2024. What if 
To set this year apart, we learn how to inquire of God ourselves. Because I can tell you the truth, the only things that Joshua and the people lost was when they chose not to inquire of God. Here's the invitation to enter into the new. You have not passed this way before. Why not consult the one who has gone ahead of you, but is at the same time with you? He is with you through it all. There are gonna be points this year that you feel like you can't go on. He's with you. There's gonna be points this year where you don't know what to do. He is with you. There are gonna be points this year where you feel confusion at every step. He is with you. And if you choose to inquire of Him, He will make a way where there doesn't seem to be a way. You have not passed this way before. You don't have to make it up as you go. You can get directions from the one who has gone ahead, but yet is still with you. See, I believe that God's inviting some of us who do not currently inquire of the Lord to start doing so this year. There are some of us who know God or know about God and love Him and, and want to experience Him, but for whatever reason, haven't learnt how to inquire of Him. Here's what He's inviting you into. Maybe before you start your day, you simply pray a simple prayer before you walk out the door. Lord, would you lead my steps and guide my decisions? What if you just start there? There are some of us that are already doing that and God is already speaking to you to go deeper. And He's saying, don't just do that. Sit with me for a while and let me speak into your heart. There's some of us that are already doing that. And what He's saying is, no, I want you to take it a step further. I want you to dedicate specific time and start praying about the things that have got you worried so that you can cast your cares upon me. Because not only is He ahead of you, He's with you as you go. Can I invite the worship team to come and join me? You have not passed this way before. Psalm 139 verse five says this, talking about God, you put yourself behind and before me and keep your hand on me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is lofty and I cannot fathom it. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 6 to 7 says this, Humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of God so that He may exalt you at the proper time, casting all your cares on Him because He cares about you. Come on, that's a word for somebody here today. As you enter into 2024, you have not passed this way before. I want you to know this, that God has gone ahead of you and is with you, but He also will not forsake you nor fail you. He comes behind as well. He comes behind all the mess. He comes behind all the things that we're yet to reconcile. He comes behind it. He has not turned His gaze from you. He has not abandoned you. He has not forgotten you. See, what we can do instead is as we humble ourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that He may exalt us at the proper time, we cast all our cares upon Him because He cares about us. To cast means to throw down. Come on, some of us need to learn how to throw down in 2024. We need to learn to throw down our cares. That word cares means in the original language, distractions. 
the lies, the pressure, the oh, that, that, that one track that's just taken me off track. See, He's already gone ahead of you and He's with you and He will not forsake you. So why get tripped up by the distractions along the way? Why not this year learn how to cast them, throw them down, throw them down, throw them down, throw them down. Why? Throw down the distractions. Why? Why? Because He cares for you. Because God in His goodness, He values you because He esteems you because you, you matter to Him. You matter to Him. You matter to Him. You matter. And because you matter, He is calling you to go into ground, new ground. You have not been this way before. But why not press on with the confidence and the conviction that He would lead you into? See, Joshua encourages the people. He says, get up, get yourself together. Not long from now, you're gonna see the Ark of the Covenant go out ahead of you. Priests are gonna carry it. They're gonna walk right up to the side of the river. You're gonna think they're gonna be swept away. Watch what happens. They're gonna put their foot on the water and the water's gonna part up. There's gonna be a way where there didn't seem to be a way before and they're gonna walk through, but things aren't gonna collapse down. The way's made for you. You can step out. Step into the mud. Step into what seemed impossible. You might feel like you're battling a bit just to get your feet up, but just keep moving forward because the mud's only for a season. If you just keep going forward, you'll get to the dry ground. Just don't accept the lie that as you set out, God's gonna lead you so it all collapses on you. It won't. Not only has He gone before you, He is actually with you. He's with you through it all. You are not alone. He will not forsake you. He will not abandon you. You can set out for 2024 and choose to say to God, Lord, take me to places I've never been before. In You, in my heart, in the direction of my life, in my family, in the people around me. Allow me to step into the promises You have like never before. And I promise You, He will not collapse on You. He will lead You through. But here's the deal. Joshua says, for this all to happen, for God to go ahead of you, to, for God to be with you, for God not to forsake you, get yourself ready, consecrate yourself. Consecrate yourself for tomorrow the Lord will do wondrous things among you. What does that mean? Consecrate means set yourself apart. Consecrate means actually see the value that God's placed on you that you matter so much that He wants to journey with you, alongside you. Consecration means surrender. Lord, I don't know what lies ahead. I don't know what 2024 is gonna bring. I don't know if I'm gonna get to the end of it and say, oh, that was a good year, that was a bad year, that was an indifferent year. I don't know what the future holds. 
But in the midst of it all, Lord, I surrender myself to You and I say, Lord, lead and guide me along Your ways. Consecration means that we make the decision for ourselves on which way we will go. Do you know that Joshua didn't do that for the people? He said, consecrate yourselves. It's you, it's you. Nobody does that for you. You get to choose. And so I wanna say to you today, there's two questions I wanna give. As we bring our first in-person service for the year to a close, what decision will you make about who you will follow this year? First and foremost, there's a second question coming, but first and foremost, who will you follow? Thanks for listening to this message. We hope it has blessed you. If you would like to find out more about Awaken City Church, visit awakencity.com.au.